Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, Ricky Wilson here and welcome to the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Cinch from Virgin Radio. Coming up, pop rock legends busted bring us news of their new Greatest Hits 2.0 album and their upcoming tour. Boxing promoter Eddie Hearn hypes up Anthony Joshua's next fight at the O2 Arena in London. Musical marvel and lead singer of Slipknot, Corey Taylor, chats all about his brand new solo project, CMF2. And baking blogger Jane Dunn shares recipes from her new book, Jane's Patisserie Every Day. All of that to come, so let's get into it. Our next guests have been crashing weddings and sleeping with the light on for 20 years. It's now 2023 and have a brand new album and are touring around the country. Not much has changed then. <laughs> I'm a radio hostess. I like the way they dress. Oh, I get it. I'm a radio hostess. I like the way they dress. In fact, they're what I go to work for. It's busted, everybody. Yeah. Screaming fans. Yes. All right. Yeah, we played a clip earlier of you. Uh, it was you specifically. Yeah. I'm sure you were all there. For, uh, being interviewed by Tess Daly a long time ago. Right. And the girls were screaming at the, uh, at the questions. At Tess the qu- had asked a question and they'd be going, Yay! Good question, Tess! I really want to know the answer! <laughs> um, so, screaming fans, are they still screaming? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they still scream. They still, still jump scream. up and down. Is it, the, is it the same ones, a little bit older, or do you have new ones as well? There's a kind of there's a mixture in there. It's yeah. weird because we're we're sat separately. It's not I'm not used to it's this. It's really hard for me because I'm I, I want to address all of you. Yeah, but, but like, I'm the closest. At... So just pay attention to me. <laughs> yeah, never changes, does it, James? <laughs> no, does it, James? No, yeah. never change. Well, the thing is, that's weird, right? Because yeah. and don't get offended, Matt and yeah. Charlie. But I've always and I don't know why thought of James as the leader. Well, I was listening to you on my drive it's in. It's funny you say you that because a lot of people do say that to me. Do they? It's very strange, yeah. I hear it all. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the only one in shorts. He is in shorts. But that doesn't that, say, that, le- that doesn't that say leader. No, it doesn't say no. leader to me. Well, it might have done a long time ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is he that kind of leader? <laughs> we, uh, he's a, yeah, he's a bit thing, Steve Jobs, isn't he, James? The weird thing about this band is everyone yeah. seems to just do what they want. And... Uh, I like, well, that's that's that should be. What and we're it's three, like we're band. three individuals in a band. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. but it's worked. It's worked well for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It works when it works. You took some time off. Yeah, yeah, man. You took the time off first, didn't you, Charlie? I did take yeah. some time off. Uh, <laughs> what did you do in your time off? Uh, I went to make records. Yeah, um, I've interviewed you about one of those. records. You have, and I was very impressed. It was a very you, impressive record. Oh, thank you very much. But you had done your homework. We we're just saying that sometimes you're in interviews and. You just wonder whether they've heard it or not, or reading Wikipedia. And you had heard the entire record. Uh, I, I listened to it three times. Which I was very impressed with. Um, <laughs> it's so, my yeah. three-time rule. <laughs> I had to interview Corey Taylor on Monday. Oh, did Slipknot. you? Really? I saw him on Sunday Brunch. I was like, <laughs> no, no, it's a shock, singer it? of Slipknot on Sunday Brunch talking about pee puree. I was like, what is going on in the world? Yeah, times have changed. Yeah, times yeah. have changed. But Busted, you were straight on TV. Straight yeah. on yeah, we, TV. We broke off TV, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that must have been really weird, like being so young and just being shoved onto TV. And I bet there was no training for that, was there? No. 
No. no. No. And what's weird was we were kind of watching those shows like the weekend before. Yeah. Before we you know? started going on them. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, we're on City UK and all this kind of stuff. It was and really weird. And there's an element where it kind of happened to us a bit. Because you, you have fun in your videos, they expect you to be like that at seven in the morning on <laughs> yeah. Saturday morning TV. <laughs> and when you're not, you get accused of being grumpy. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> I know we're not grumpy. We're just, the video took 12 hours to film, and this, you just put me in front and asked me a stupid question. And, and it's seven in the morning. Seven in the morning. Yeah. Let's get on to the Greatest Hits 2.0 album. Yeah, man. Uh, who thought of that first? What? Which one of you? What, what? to have the features on with us? Yeah, that was. Do you know not, what? Not, no, just to do it. Not, not. Well, I mean, I don't think any of us would have thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like, like you don't think that you're going to get all those people to sing your songs. You've got to be. Uh, well, I was waiting. Like, like, well, well, hang on. Where, where, where am I? Huh? You know oh, I'm a... exactly, Ricky. That's a good point. You, she, you know, she wants to be me is one in my top ten. Oh. Is it really? Not top ten busted songs. It's it's me and my wife play it a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's not too late. We're going to try and get some more people. Oh, you got bowling yeah. for soup yeah. doing that one. Yeah. Are you going to get yeah. some more people? Well, if you want to do it, let's do it. Okay. Well, I don't think I can. I can't We've got a lot of bowl. gigs coming up. Ricky, <laughs> Come on, do it. Stage. I've got I've got a day job now. No, yeah, I'd definitely I'd definitely come up on stage and play. I'd love it. But yeah, you've got loads. Loads of people, uh, Jonas Brothers, Simple Plan, uh, All Time Low, You, Me at Six. This is great. Yeah, it's yeah cool, man. man. Every, um, there's a band called Dashboard Confessional who I'm a massive yeah. fan of. Yeah. Um, I can't believe we got that. And I can't believe we got uh, Chris Grubber to do it. So that's that was really exciting. And did you did you just send them stuff and they sent stuff back? Yeah. 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 But did, like, and was it broker? Did, did you have to call someone and talk yeah, to yeah. them or just, to just put it out there? Most of the people on it we do um, have a personal connection with. Uh, so like James Arthur and... Um, our producer works a lot with All Time Low so we sort of had a quite a personal connection yeah. with a lot of these people um, and then Jonas Brothers obviously they broke off this song in America Yeah. so uh, we thought it would be cool to do like an ultimate version with both of us on it and they changed the words didn't they they did change they the did. words it was only like it was like five words but the thing <laughs> the, the thing the thing was, it was, it was they did it for Disney Ra- Disney Radio were really yeah. um, particular about they didn't like our lyrics yeah well um, you know, she's pretty fine just did a little bit of a PG <laughs> version of it PG yeah. version yeah, yeah when Girls Aloud covered uh, I Predict a Riot they changed the line oh did they yeah from oh. uh, Borrow a Pound for a Condom to Borrow a Pound for a Phone Call uh, and the, the weirdest see? thing about that is Girls Aloud were always far wilder than we were. Yeah. <laughs> they were always last to leave. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be tucked up in bed. Uh, but you're excited about going on tour as well. This must be nice to see. All these bits in yellow uh, saying sold I mean, out. It's exciting, isn't it? I mean, well, I could read them all out, but there's no point because they're sold out. And I could read the ones that aren't sold out, but then that might be depressing. If you're in Leeds, yeah. Aberdeen, Cardiff, London, Birmingham, Manchester, Glasgow, oh, then you're doing some more in October. Yeah, man. We'll then, uh, more. then, uh, so you're going back to Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. This is a lot of arenas. Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good Christmas, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited for you. Uh, so, have you got anything big planned? Uh, are you bringing people on tour? Are you doing what you're doing? Um, yeah, man. I mean, we've got a few people that are, that have made the record that are going to come on with us. Brilliant. You know, and we're bringing Hanson on tour with us as, our, yeah. as our support act. I know. You three know. on three. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> you can, you can and, uh, play five, three aside. And they're the probably going to come on stage with us at some point, which oh, will be really good. Oh, don't give away. Don't. No spoilers. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to talk them into it right now, but um, but I think that'll be a moment. 
It would, there, it really there, would. There's some it? stuff we have in this show that is going to blow people's minds. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. like, like we, like, I can't believe what we're doing. No, like, I'm not gonna, like, 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 eleven months ago, I had no idea we'd be doing what we're doing. I mean, I've I've done arena tours in the past, but I've never done one a list that long. I mean, it's intimidating, grueling. isn't it? It's intimidating. Yeah. And, and uh, honestly, we put eleven dates on, and we were like, this is a big move. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Eleven yeah. days in today's market. Blah, you know what? I, you know, so like when I see yeah. like the, the the shows, you know, the, the list that long. Yeah. I think it starts at the beginning of September. Yeah, and it ends like you know, like in October. And I look, think of like, okay, so those shows. What am I going to do? Like in the mornings of those shows and the days off of well, those I, shows. It's I'm like a lot of time. At, I'm looking at them and they're crammed in because it. Right, I think I was thinking about it. it's in the old days with like Queen and that. Yeah, they did a lot of shows, but like they were really spaced out because they had to yeah. get there. Yeah, right? but now. Everything's sped up. Yeah. And I, you're doing, uh, you're doing three in a row, and I hate three in a row. Yeah. Well, the reason for that is we didn't expect to sell them out. And then you have to kind of go with <laughs> what you've got. You go, oh, shall we announce another one? Yeah, when can we do it? The next day. Okay, great. Thank yeah. you, Charlie, James, Matt. That's Busted on Virgin Radio. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. Our next guest has been bigging up boxing for over a decade. In fact, he's the man who puts the pro in promoter. Now he's getting ready to rumble once again as Anthony Joshua takes on Robert Hellenius this Saturday evening at the London's O2 Arena. It's time to get those gloves on and we go ringside seat to feel the burn of Eddie Hearn. Hi, Eddie. Well, I've never heard anything like that before. And also, I broke my headphones in the process because I was so excited. Really? Thank you. Are they actually broken? Are you available on Saturday night? Oh, really? No. Am I available on Saturday night? No. No? Oh, oh that's a festival. Show. Oh, right. Sorry okay. about that. <laughs> Thank, I'm actually quite grateful for that because that would make me so nervous. To do the ring announcement. Well, just doing anything new makes me nervous. Mm. Uh, but uh, ring announcement, I, I could get away yeah. with it. They make, a, they make a few quid. Michael Buffer. Right, okay. Let's get ready to rumble. You know that one? I thought I was going to do, do it Go on, do it, do it, do it. I, I know the Alan and Deck one. Yeah, do that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. There you go. That. I can do that. I'll Perfect. tell you what, I mean, you might be cheaper than him as well. So uh, let's, let's, let's bring I'll, it I'll undercut him. <laughs> I'll, do it for, I'll do it for half. Good. All right, there you go. That's still a lot of money. Deal done. <laughs> See, deal done. You're doing deals all the time. Yeah, unfortunately. And unfortunately, I bet, yeah. I bet, because I know we're having a joke, but I bet you're semi-serious about that. Yeah, I bet um, you are. Yeah, it's a, the boxing world's mad because it changes you know, all the yeah, time. Yeah, it does. I mean, this obviously this Saturday, Anthony Joshua returns to the O2. One minute he's fighting Dillian White. Yeah. Then you get a phone call on Saturday, a week before the fight. Dillian White has failed a, a voluntary drugs test. Right. He's out of the fight. You've got to find another opponent. You get thirty people phoning you up. We'll take the fight, but by the way, we want ten mil. Thank mm. you very much. And you know, you have to get to the bottom of it quickly. Yeah. You have to think on your feet. And you know, it's a game of unbelievable highs, but also big, big lows and disappointment. But I love the sport and uh, you know, we live for it. So it's 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 quite stressful, but I'm I'm gathering that you thrive on that. Yeah, I, I you know I, We've got a great business at Matrim across all sports, but boxing's kind of like my passion. You know, yeah. I've been around. My dad was a promoter when I was eight, nine years of age. I grew up with Nazim Hamid and Chris Eubank and Frank Bruno. Yeah. And, you know, I love the sport and I love the challenge. And, you know, if I could have done anything, I would have liked to have played sport, but I was never good enough. Right. And this is kind of like the next best thing. Working in sport, business is sport for me. It's competition. And, you know, I love what I do. And you work with a lot of sports people mm. and they're very disciplined. And, you know, I suppose that rubs off on you as well. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I've just got myself a little men's health column, which, you know, I thought I'd just blag my way in. And now yeah. I'm preaching to all these sort of people like me, slightly chubby 40-year-olds about going to the gym and do this and do that. And it's a, I've well, got to keep it up. But I, my, my weight's gone up and down over the yeah. years, which the press have nicely pointed out to me. <laughs> yeah. 
Where are we now? We look good. Well, look, so we're obviously I'm, down no, at the moment. The thing, is, if, thing is, it's a, if, the, if, if I'm too big, the press have a go. Yeah. If I'm too small, the wife has a go. You're she real. Says, she says you I know, look like Mr. Beal. Burns. Yeah. 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 So, I, I, yeah, I, just to say, my mum, yeah. who is the most brutal woman on the planet, uh-huh. I would go round for Sunday lunch. Yeah. And, you know, I used to be a little bit overweight a couple right. of stone ago and I would go around on a Sunday and she'd go I saw you on TV last night calls me Edward she's the only person that calls me <laughs> right, Edward yeah. she goes oh, so did you mum yeah you look really fat she goes your face look really fat and then I lost two stone and she goes are you alright yeah, you don't exactly. look well or oh, are you ill you need to put some weight back on yeah, so like, you, know, you can't win either way there's nothing like getting fed by your mum no, and my wife called me a deflated balloon when I was on The Voice <laughs> She said, well, she said that you can see my, my wrinkles more. <laughs> yeah, true. I think that is the case. Up them yeah. out a bit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, you started you started with golfers, right? Yeah. And then you moved into boxing. Mm. How does that work? Because they must be very different temperaments. Yeah, my, like I said, my dad is a, a well-known promoter. I never really wanted to work for him when I left right, school. Because yeah. everyone just said, like, you're Barry Hearn's son, you're going to go and work for your dad. And I knew, like, eventually that's obviously part of my responsibility a little bit in life and legacy. You wanted to get but out on your own. I wanted to go in and, and work in sports on my own. So I started representing athletes, a lot of them on golfers on the PGA yeah. Tour and the European Tour and other sports as well. And then eventually found my way to to do my job, what I was probably put on the the, the, the earth to do by my father, which was take over what he started. And, uh, yeah, we got a great business and we're passionate about it. But we just love sport. You yeah. know, we we have a saying, no passion, no point. And it's just about being involved with sports that we love. Yeah. Uh, is, there, is there a difference between like, you know, I suppose at heart they're all sports people, but golf seems quite more, a little bit more relaxing. Definitely more chilled than the boxing. Right. You know, I mean, you're dealing with egos all the time. So yeah. that's part of the, the quality of someone that represents athletes is being able to deal with different personalities. You know, yeah. for Anthony Joshua, for example, on Saturday, he's been training for 12 weeks in Dallas to fight Dillian White. Yeah. Then you've got to deliver the news that he's out and we've got to bring in another opponent. At the same time, you've got to keep him in the zone, keep him focused, you know, make sure he doesn't throw his toys out the pram and go down to, I don't know, AJ wouldn't, but other fighters might go down to Pizza Hut and, or have a couple of pints and say, I'm not fighting now, this is ridiculous. So really? it's just it, about managing the situation. He's a great pro. Some of them so. can be a bit Elton John. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think <laughs> fighters, you know, have always got interesting backgrounds and you're dealing with just normal, good people, but obviously disappointment can hurt and you've got to keep them focused and none more so than Anthony Joshua, who's been uh, He always comes across as a lovely guy. Honestly, the nicest bloke you could ever meet. Got time for everybody. Would stop for anyone in the street. Would give everybody their time. And, and what he did, he changed his life through boxing. You know, yeah. he got arrested. He was going down the wrong path. Yeah. He, he found boxing. He went out. He, he won Olympic gold in yeah. London. Won the World Heavyweight Championship. He's a great man. It's nice to hear that because you see a lot of videos online of sports people kind of yeah. ignoring people. And it's kind of, yeah. And, like, and, and like. ever since then, literally, I stopped for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought about music promotion? Have you, actually, yeah. Have you, you know what? You because, do a good job of the box. Yeah, but it's like, isn't it all giving value for money and providing entertainment? You it know, I, I always sort of try and delve into, not to drop a name, but I was just saying to you, Ed Sheeran, I had the, the pleasure of going to one of his shows. He yeah. comes to some of the boxing, he loves his boxing. I, I was just interested to know how the, the financials and the mechanics work in terms of, and in boxing, it's quite similar. So yeah. sometimes you have a promoter that will pay you a fee. Yeah. to fight or yeah, in your yeah, case yeah, yeah. perform yeah. and other occasions you have a fighter that gets so big like Anthony Joshua yeah. they will ultimately own the show yeah. and you work providing your services to the show and that's the same I guess for the on the music side where you either take all the risk but gain all the revenue yeah, or yeah, you just yeah. get your money to turn up and perform oh, usually you know? usually you get the you get the fee and then if over a certain amount of tickets then you get like mm. 
that's when when you've reached a certain amount, then you start getting yeah, yeah. the good but stuff. But you know, I mean, I think I'd I'd love to delve into music at some point. But All right, I'm available. Who knows? Who uh, knows? I'll bring your cut. Yeah, we can do a little. Thing is, yeah. though, musicians like me, we're lazy. But I think now you're also. <laughs> but I think you're kind of reaching a point in your life. You got yourself in shape. Yeah. You're looking well. You've got your nice little radio show. Do you want to go back? We need to take you into back to bad boy mode. Yeah, you, you know do. What I mean? Put All on right. a bit of weight, drink some beers, kick a few tables over. Like what we need to do is. When you go into your show that yeah. we're going to do, end yeah, up promoting right, for you, yeah. I need you to flip this table during a breakfast show. All right, yeah. Start telling the producer to, yeah, that's right, it. I'll start just today. Coming in with a beer at six o'clock in the morning. Oh, and, nice one. You know, All right, I'd like the sound. You're of too this. healthy now. This is my afternoon sorted. You and me on the town. <laughs> Thank you very much, Eddie Hearn, for coming in. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch Virgin Radio. Our next guest is Mega Metal Marvel, who was wearing a mask well before it was became popular on ITV Primetime Show. <laughs> now he's slipping Slipknot and showing his duality with new solo album CMF2, released oh. on Friday the 15th of September. <laughs> Here to tell us all about is the genre-defining man himself, Core Blimey, it's Corey Taylor. Core Blimey, did you say Core Blimey? I did. <laughs> well, I, li- I live in London now. Well, okay, well, so it's rubbing off it's, on you. Yeah, I used to live right. up north, but I came down here. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so, how are you? I'm uh, jet lagged. I'm so jet lagged. I've Kicking seriously, in. full disclosure, I've been up since three in the morning. That's, that's, woo! I've been up since four. <laughs> yeah, okay. But then I mean, again, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting paid. Well, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I mean, you'd think, see, that's a great point. Why yeah. am I not getting paid? What's happening here? I, I always think that, because, right. <laughs> I'm in a band, and I, like, they send me out all the time to right. do all this kind of stuff. Right. And then they're reaping the benefits of it. Right. I'm, I'm only reaping 20% of the benefits, but I'm doing all the interviews. Right, right. They're sowing dissent between all of us by only paying the people who didn't earn it. I know. Right? Do you like doing interviews? No. Did you enjoy the... Uh... <laughs> Did, did you enjoy the eight-hour TV fest that was Sunday brunch yesterday? Oh, let me tell you something. Dude. That was so weird. I mean, within a two-hour span, I, I went from sitting on a plane, working my way through customs, yep. all that good stuff, and then I'm sat on a couch going... What, how much food am I supposed to eat today? Yeah. They just kept throwing it at me. I it's was like, like, what am I doing? It's like a dinner party. You don't know why you're invited to. Listen, I had an absolutely brilliant time. Good. Um, everybody on the show was really cool, really fun. It was freezing. Oh, really? Like, somebody needs to find the thermostat in there because I, I'm telling you right and now, then the presenter's I could wearing, have cut through that glass. The presenter was wearing a jacket. I know. Who cooks in a jacket? They didn't warn us. <laughs> I, man, I'd have, I'd have brought a blazer or something. <laughs> a blazer. And I'm, why do you think I brought this? I, I came from the dire straits of heat in yeah. the States, oh, yeah. which is brutal right now, mm-hmm. to... You know, a, a proper English summer, which is my fall. You know, let's put it that way. Yeah. You know, which is really, really chilly. It's 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 not been great here. Uh, let's get into the album CMF Two. Okay. Yeah. The follow up to CMFT. It is. Um. So I've listened to it. 
Three times. Okay. Um, that's um, That for an interviewer, that's pretty good. I mean, that's go- I was going to say, I mean... I bet you get a lot of people that haven't listened to it. Um, I, 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 I got to be honest, man. Everybody who's who's reviewed it yeah. has told me that they've they've listened to it like multiple times, which to me is... Well, it bears repeating because it's proper album. It's, well, it's, thank you. I appreciate you, that. You're using every tool in the box at your disposable. I mean, I, I hope so. I mean, some of them are dulled. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping to sharpen them a little more once we go on the road. Uh, well, it, it does sound like this kind of song was made to be played live. A- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. and the cool thing is that some of those songs have, have been played live because some of them have been hanging about for a long time. Yeah. So I've been able to kind of reconfigure, refashion them. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can hear it. Uh, and it really fits together. And uh, it's quite chaotic. It's all over the place, but it works as an album, <laughs> right? Exactly. And, I think, and then, as soon as you hear the intro, because an album with an intro, you know that it's a journey, right? Exactly. And it really it takes you it takes you a lot of different places. Thank you. And that's probably something to do with being a solo record, right? Because well, you, there's, there's that. no compromise. Yeah. There's well, no, you know, it's just you. Not only that, but every album, I try to at least approach it as a journey. You yeah. know what I mean? So whether it's just an opening track, ripping your head off. Or, you know, the aforementioned, you know, kind of intro. intro bit that kind of pulls you in before it rips your head off. But that you know? was good. Intro, then bang, bang, really exactly. hard. Yeah. And then I had my hands in the air. Yeah, exactly. It's the kind of record that um, I was, you know, when you're playing air guitar before you realize you're playing air guitar. <laughs> yes. There's been no process from your brain to say, I'm going to play air guitar now. You're just doing it. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, I'm shredding right now. What's happening? Yeah. yeah and the first single was Beyond. Yes. Which is fantastic. Thank you. Proper love song. Yeah, it's a really good one, yeah. It's a, like, you, I feel like you're in love, man. Well, I mean, and you I, should tell I, my wife that. I, I haven't <laughs> heard I haven't heard men singing that intensely about love since the 80s. Well, and that's it's that's kind of why it's a throwback, you know? Mm. Like, I mean... But you lean into that. You don't, you're not scared of it. Oh, why would I be? Exactly. You know? I mean... It's greatest time in music. If you can't get into that type of music, then yeah. we can't even be friends. There you, you know? Go. Like, there's so much great junk food and all of that movie, like stuff. It's wonderful. But you do, it, you do it properly. So you do the love song properly. Right. And then the uh, second single, uh, Post Traumatic Blues. Yes. Is, uh, it's like... The thing I think people get wrong about uh, protest song, kind okay. of protest song, right, right. is that they forget it's a song. Right. Right. And you, it, in order for it to be a good protest, you have to have a good song. Exactly. And this is a great song. Right. Thank you. Thank um, you. Uh, tell us about that a bit. Well, that song, it's to me, lyrically, it's kind of kind of bridging the gap between people who don't understand PTSD mm. and the people who go through it. You know, um, I have a, a charity foundation called the Taylor Foundation that tries to raise money for various groups who deal with that. Mm-hmm. And to me, when I was working on this song, it, it just kind of lent itself to, I mean, especially musically, to that type of, you know, severity when it comes to that. And I'm mean, just talking to the people who I've, I've been able to, to work with. They're so appreciative of the music. It, they they tell me that it's it's therapy. It's helped them get through a lot. So I was like, well, then we're just going to put our money right back where our mouth is. So it's kind of dedicated to them. Yeah, I mean, it's really great that, to have that kind of outlet with your music because there's a lot of a lot of kind of anger and rage in well, it. Well, there's and, that. Yeah, and you get and you feel that. Yeah, but I think it's cathartic to get that. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, be, people don't realize that there's nothing to be scared of with that man because no. it's it's all passion. 
You know, it's, you know, an angry passion is the same as, you know, uh, a romantic passion. Yeah. Just a different approach. And you're touring all around the country from November. Yeah. November. November and so it'd be great to have you back. You go. Yeah, yeah, I'm stoked. Uh, do you like being in England? I love this place, man. Okay. I always Great have. Britain, sorry. Britain. Yeah. We're broadcasting everywhere. Oh, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much for coming on. Oh, it's all been good. a pleasure meeting you. You too. Finally. Man. Yeah, I know, right? Finally, I'm in my biggest to keep fan. us apart for too long. Yeah, I know. Tired of it. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. It's been a pleasure. See you soon. Thanks, man. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. This patisserie princess has taken the internet by storm with her beautiful bakes and delectable delights. And that's just the icing on the cake. As her latest book, Jane's Patisserie Every Day, is rising fast to the top of the charts with big flavours everyone will love. Please welcome the done and dusted, topped with custard, Jane Dunn. Hey. <laughs> that's possibly the best intro I've ever had. I didn't write it. Oh, but it's still amazing. I wanted to end the interview by saying, Jane Dunn, Jane Dusted. And now I can't. <laughs> I don't know, do it twice, I don't mind. So, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. I mean, I've been up early. But bakers famously get up early. So oh, yes. Is this, do you get up early? I mean, I oh, feel like I'm a little bit out of the norm where I sort of get up and have coffee and then start thinking about cake. <laughs> For breakfast. After, after, well, there you go. Well, it is your job and it's a job that's kind of... What I think about some, someone like you is mm. all great jobs come from enjoyment of the yes, thing you're doing. Definitely. And it just evolves. Mm-hmm. Is that how it happened? 100%. This is purely just a hobby that turned into a career somehow at some point. The best type of job. Exactly. Like I always grew up baking stuff and then I just sort of thought, why not do this for a living? People might look at my recipes, they might not, but here we are. And Sat then <laughs> things things start happening. Yeah. And you never go to the end point. I, mean, I don't think you, you thought when you started like you know those like a kids that say I want to be a YouTube star that's <laughs> yes. not what you were thinking you, it just kept moving and kept moving got bigger so your ambitions grow don't yeah. they yeah exactly like I genuinely I used to apply to uni to do architectural graphic design this mm. was just purely what I loved doing I never thought that people could have this sort of thing as a job other than people who own a bakery mm. so having it from the other side where I'm letting other people bake with my recipes and stuff like that is just even better like getting people in the kitchen it's and it crazy. makes people happy. People yeah. are pleased to see you. <laughs> yes. But that's another thing because, you know, because the way you started on, you know, Instagram and stuff yeah. like that, your personality is a big part of it. You have to be personable yes. to get to become big on that respect. <laughs> this is me complimenting you. You don't have to <laughs> respond you. to that. But that's the point. But then I think that this is the new thing with, like, because a lot of chefs, yeah. celebrity chefs, aren't very personal. No. And they're really confused that this is now a big part of what people want from their cookery. Yeah, exactly. I think that's part of how everything has sort of grown so well is that I'm like everyone's sort of friend in the kitchen Mm. in the sense that I'm completely normal and will drop stuff on the floor. I'll mess this up. That's not edible or my dog will eat that. I'm like everyone else and just sort of winging it and being myself. And, (laughs) you know, in a world where lockdown was very strange for people, it was strange for me because everything stopped. Mm. But what was... um, uh, But everyone stopped. Yeah, yeah. But for you, (laughs) lockdown happened and everyone was at it. Everyone was baking. Was that annoying? (laughs) (laughs) I found it kind of amazing. Like, I was basically baking and busy throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Which I think was part of the charm for me, that everyone was then liking and enjoying what I was doing as well. So if people say, oh, we want this recipe, I'll be like, yeah, I can do that tomorrow. But there's a lot more more to being an Instagram baker than just (sighs) owning a ring light. (laughs) 
<laughs> you, 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 no, you have to you have to have a real passion for it, and that yeah. really comes across. And, yeah. Um, and but did you did you get the feeling when you first started, or were you just like thinking, just putting it out there? It was purely just putting it out there. Like I had no idea that even my mum would know how to look at my website, mm-hmm. and she still doesn't have social media in the same way. So mm-hmm. when people from across the world start baking recipes, I'm going. How have you seen this? Why in Australia are you baking my brownies? This is crazy. It is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And everyone was at it, as I say. Even Grace was dealing dealing yeast on our <laughs> local WhatsApp group. <laughs> you couldn't get hold of it. And even you were at it, Sinead, weren't you? Oh, my God. People love me because of you. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> they do. So in your last book, when yeah. you are on, you had a recipe for cheese and bacon twists, <laughs> which now people think is my own recipe. And I make the, I made them for the coronation, street yeah. party. It was everyone's favourite thing. Here, I'm known <laughs> for my cheese twists. Um, I remember I them last time. They were great. But you made them better, though, because you were like, oh, you need an extra 10 minutes in the oven. And mm. I did that in absolute perfection the next time. Yeah. So thank you very much. Very much. Oh, you are. I try and credit you when I can remember, but now it just oh, feels no, like fine. they're mine. Oh, no, take it. Go for it. Oh, don't well, you can me. make a, a whole lot of new friends now because there's a new book out. <laughs> yeah, Even exactly. more delicious recipes. Well, you've got more savoury stuff in this one, yeah. haven't you? Mm. Yeah. It's a bit of a secret for a few years, but I love savoury food. Well, People only thought of me as cakes and I'm like, oh, just you wait. We need cheese in there. We need all <laughs> sorts of savoury treats. So. And you've, you've even taken on the roast potato. I know. And everyone's got an opinion about roast yes. potato. Oh, they do. It always needs double the length of time than any recipe says. Exactly. Apart from mine. Really? <laughs> oh, I've, I've got to read this. The ultimate roast potatoes, which in it, even, even saying the ultimate roast potatoes, that's going to get people's backs up. Yes. Oh, I know. Do you start with the oil hot? Do you do you yes. start with it cold? You start with the hot? Yes. Oh, I'm a cold starter. Oh, I'm a hot starter. Mm. Fire as starter, as if crispy. you will. <laughs> I don't really care about anything else in a roast. No, honestly, I always say that my favourite thing to eat in the world is just a bowl of roast potatoes and then some gravy to dunk them in. Yeah, oh, exactly. that's all I need. And, a, and a, a pub can live and die on its roast potatoes. Yes. We're not going back. Oh, it, no, I literally had that recently. I was so excited for a roast. Yeah. Oh, they were really soggy. It was horrible. No, when they're hard, that's worse than soggy. Yes. I don't mind. <laughs> so um, I can't wait to get stuck in to your book <laughs> and then get stuck in to what I make. I'm going I'm to plug it again. Um, <laughs> book is called James Patissery Every Day. It's out now. JamesPatissery.com at James Patissery on Instagram. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to say at the end of the interview to make people buy a book? Honestly, if you could try these cornflake brownies yourself, it's worth buying the book just for those. <laughs> I think I, I think she's right. I've got something in my mouth at the moment, sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, That's Jane, right. for coming on. Jane Dunn, can I say it? Jane Dunn and Dusted. Yay! Thank you for coming on the show, and please come back again soon. Of course. Tomorrow? <laughs> okay, thank you. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch. Virgin Radio. The sporting and broadcasting legend we simply love to watch. She'll soon be swapping doubles for the Paso Doble and forehand for the Foxtrot as she serves up Samba, Salsa and Sequins on the telly this autumn. So please, welcome your 14 Strictly Come Dancing 2023 contestant, the absolutely ace, Annabelle Croft. Hello. Oh, my goodness. That's such a lovely welcome. I'm uh, shaking, actually. I'm really nervous. Are you? I bet you are. Well, I bet just you are. hearing the music, it's sort of sending shivers down my spine. It's and, um, yeah, my heart is beating quite fast. quite <laughs> triggering, isn't it? Um, so, you're, are you, so you are excited. Is this nerves or excitement? Is it like, you know... Oh, it's a bit of both. I've, I, you know, I, I've only found out myself in the last few days. So I'm 
beyond excited. I have always loved this magical, magical show. And my family have loved it, but I'm also a bit terrified at the same time. Whoa, 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 whoa. You only found out in the last couple of days. So the ink is still wet on the contract? <laughs> well, it must be, yes. Wow. I mean, that this is it's just being plunged in at the deep end. And then you think, well, I've got time to prepare. Now you're talking about it and you've got to answer yeah. all those questions that people ask. So uh, I'll start. Um, so in sport, yes. which you're famous for, and broadcasting in general, you, you must have a lot of nerves doing that. Are you going to employ some of that stuff that you, oh, you had yeah. you know, in, the, in the tennis career and in live broadcasting in, in the way you, uh, you know, deal with it on the show? Well, that's a really good question. I guess I'll have to find out. But I, I'm actually just really excited. I know it's a competition, but I don't really want to compete other than with myself. And I just want to enjoy the joyfulness of dancing. I've always loved watching dance. I could watch it all day. When I watch those professionals, I can't take my eyes off them. They're so amazing. And, you know, I just, I love dance because it's, you know, whenever I hear music, even hearing you with playing the music out on this show, I just sort of want to tap along and start getting your body moving. But I'm a bit stiff these days, I'm going to be honest. Um, I think my hips could do with a bit of WD-40, but I'm hoping that, you know, whoever I'm paired up with, uh, that I, I improve. And you, I'm just you, really looking forward to the opportunity. Have you got any thoughts about who you'd like to be paired up with? Well, I I love the idea. My husband used to love watching Johannes. I just think he's so amazing. Mm. Um, that would be a dream to dance with him. But to be honest, any of them, they're all incredible. I just admire so much what they do. And I think dance is really what all of us should be doing every day. It just sort of like, releases so much tension, it gets your body moving, and it's so good for your brain, Whoa. isn't it? And when you talk about the mental side of everything, I hope that I just, you know, it just come at the right time for me, and I just hope I could get rid of any any stresses or anything and just go out there and enjoy it. Well, I hope. I, I love, don't I, I, When I hear that music, I it makes know. me a bit nervous. It's absurd. Should, should we fade it down a little bit? I, I love dancing as well, but the um, the thing is, this is this dancing with the added element of learning. So, know. you know, it's not actually just going out there there and doing what you want you have to learn stuff so that's quite but you're you must be quite disciplined though um well i was disciplined as a tennis player yeah. and i think all sports people are quite disciplined so you want to do your best in what you're doing but um but equally you have self-doubts as well and so i guess already i'm thinking oh my goodness i hope i remember the steps and will i be panicking just before we go on and thinking oh can we quickly just rehearse that extra step again but you know i just think actually You've got to have a sense of humour too. Because I not suppose, take yourself too I suppose it's totally different from tennis. Because tennis is like reacting to things that are happening that's spontaneous. But this yes. is literally every step has to be on the beat, which is very yes. different. I mean, people often think that you know it's a bit of a head start for sports people, but it's yeah. uh, but it's not at all because this is something where there's not many sports. Well, there is an athletics, I suppose, with the dancing, but the um, but not many sports where it actually has to be exactly the same every time. Yeah, that's a really good point. And so, yeah, it's about keeping up with music. And, mm. you know, I just haven't danced, you know, haven't danced for years. The only thing I've done is a few TikToks on the beach with my family. And my <laughs> daughters are amazing dancers. And I just love watching them. And they would be so much better than me. But I'm hoping they might give me a few tips as well. But um, usually when we're doing a, a couple of silly TikToks on the beach or something, I'm always the one saying, oh, can you just show me that again? I can't see which way round you're going or which way you're turning <laughs> or is it left foot, right foot. I'm a bit like that. But I just, you know, I think it, just to be given the opportunity to do it is just amazing. Yeah, well, I think people love the show. Because uh, yeah. it's, it's live TV and it's event TV, and that's such a rarity nowadays. And being part of that alone is really exciting, yeah. isn't it? 
It is. I think it's it's one of those shows that I I've enjoyed watching it for years, and you know, it was it's really family viewing, isn't it? There's not too many shows that you sit down on a Saturday night no. and just all kind of like Brings make you together. sure you get dinner early just so you can sit and enjoy and watch it. And and it's the glamour of it. I mean, I love fashion and costumes and um, glitter. Who doesn't love a bit of glitter and glam? And you know, I just think it's probably you enter into a big family when you're taking part in it. So I hope that I'll make some you know amazing new friends and just well, go on the, the journey do together you, do you know any other people that are on it already i don't but funny enough i did a paper review the other day with angela rippon there and i go. couldn't believe oh, it when she's i got saw her name i was like as well. yeah well yeah. she's amazing isn't she i remember her when she was on that uh was it morkham and white I think yeah when, all those years ago so i'm sure she's going to be amazing well but, you're about to be in a whatsapp group with them all for the rest of your life <laughs> that you can never leave <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe uh, we can all go dancing together, you know, forevermore. I mean, it would be nice, wouldn't it? So that's Annabelle Croft, the 14th member of the Strictly crew. Have you got your well, fake tan on you. yet? You got your fake tan ready? No, I don't do fake no. tan, but maybe they're going to make you. They're going to make you. What song would you like to dance to as your opening dance on uh, on Strictly? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Oh, well, I've always loved Coldplay. Coldplay. So, um... oh, we played them today. Sorry. Ah, uh, have you? Okay. Well, um... I hope I hope it's George Michael and Marisa Franklin with uh, oh, I knew you wait for me. George, oh, it's... George Michael documentary. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I love George it was Michael. Amazing. I met him a few times too. Did you? Lucky I beggar. did, and he was just as nice as you could imagine he could be. He was so charming and so lovely. I'm absolutely heartbroken that he's not with us anymore. But well, yeah, we... he, uh, that would be nice too. <laughs> we, well, we can't wait to see you on our TV screens coming oh, up well, soon. Thank you. And good luck. We'll be cheering thank you, you on because you'll be our favourite. Okay, you'll be our favourite because <laughs> we announced you. No, no, because we announced you, so we're excited. Thank you, Annabelle. Bye. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Cinch Virgin Radio. Thank you so much for listening to the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Cinch. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss all the best bits from the show. Listener.